0: The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders, past, present and those emerging. That's Kylie Aldest, who's been described as the queen of Melbourne soul. And that song's from her latest record, This Is What Happiness Looks Like. It's a lockdown baby. She says she just imagined all of us dancing around our kitchens and had to put it out. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Kylie Aldist has so much passion to share, so much energy, so much soul, and boy, Do we need our soul queen right now? Lockdown just always seems
1: a bit like childbirth, you know, like it was painful and horrid at the time, but now have forgotten about it and you just think, oh, wasn't it so nice when we didn't have to do anything? It came at a time in my life when I was kind of just about to hit my straps and I'm not a spring chicken and realistically for the music industry, it's pretty much over for you when you hit 25. So like I'm in my 50s now and I was still getting really good gigs and putting out great music and loving myself large, you know, just really wanted to go for it and then all of a sudden everything was just chucked on the ground and so you know everything was cancelled all the tours all the the gigs all the fun things and basically for me I just I didn't realize I mean I I guess you just get on a a treadmill like a rat and you don't realize that you love it I miss the vibrations of music in my body I miss the having the really loud band around me I miss singing really loudly because when you try to sing loudly in your house it's ridiculous It, it feels like all the neighbors can hear you it's not right it feels oh We'd already finished most of the album, that my album, the happiness. Uh, this is what happiness looks like. Should we wait? Should we wait? And then it just seemed like lockdown was never going to end. So we thought, well, should we? Like, what if we turn a hundred and we haven't put it out? We've already made it. Like, well, let's just give, give someone to, something to dance to in their kitchen. So we said, yep, yeah, let's do it. Well, I, I, I don't know if I should, I'm really allowed to out my sons here, but both of my sons have struggled with depression, and they, um they kind of get angry at me because they say, I don't understand because I'm never depressed and I never get unhappy. And I don't know what it is about me. I just have, um, I guess I grew up in the outback and I've, I've, I grew up on a farm and I've, I've been to third world countries. I've seen how hard life can be. And I know what a great life I have. So I always just see it from that perspective that it, and my, my dad's one um, saying to us, like he dropped me off at, um, my first flat when I moved out of home and he gave me this big talking to and he said, look, you know, if it gets too hard and you don't think you can cope anymore and you want to come home, just remember, you get used to anything. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and you do. So you just, you know, you just got to get on with it. My youngest son, Jimmy, staying at home. Obviously, he's still at home. He's only 16. So he lockdown hit him really hard because he's an excellent athlete and he plays lots of sport. He plays basketball and he loves it. Like he, he lives for it. It helps him with his, with his mindset, you know. So he was like a caged tiger. As a mother, I could feel that, you know, coming off him in waves and I just didn't know how to help him and, and he struggled really badly. And so we, we took him to see people and, you know, to get some help and my mum says to me, Oh, well, you know, my point of view as a you know, farmer's wife is going, Well, they need a good kick up the ass, you know. And I'm like, Well, that she, she goes, But that doesn't really work and that doesn't really fly anymore in this day and age. And so she said, I think you need some help. So you need to find somebody to help you to to cope with this because I didn't I didn't know how to be a mum to that the person that you love the most in the world is suffering but you can't just say oh just get over it or just be busy or just and I even said you know well you've got so much to be grateful for and this therapist said well you, you can't even say that because he knows how, how how grateful he should be it just makes it worse for him he just feels guilty about feeling bad and then she said to him you know feeling bad is like you can't feel guilty about it. it's like feeling guilty for having a cold or feeling guilty for having a sore leg you know but it's such a hard thing to understand mental health is not something that we are ever you know given any training in or any understanding of and I have have never really understood it. And, and I know that so that I struggled in trying to understand how to, to connect with him and how to help him. And as my mum said, well, you need some help and you need to go and find somebody to help you learn how to cope with this. And my older son helped me a lot, Reggie. He, he just comes and goes, mum, it's not about you. You need to stop thinking about yourself and how you feel about it. It's like, oh. But realistically, it's so hard because you just, you don't want them to, you know, hurt themselves or to live a life that they don't feel they're, they're fulfilled in. And, you know, I suppose when, you, when you're in a lockdown, that's your main focus is the people around you who are in the same room with you most of the time, or they're in the same room, but never in the same headspace because they're trying to get away from you. You know, I understand that because I did travel the world with my brothers and we would live in like we were tiny little places in the middle of, you know, we went to Bhutan and stuff and we weren't living in a, a shack. <clears throat> so there was like two rooms and there's four of us kids. And if you wanted to get away from somebody, you would pick up a book and read it because it was snowing outside. You couldn't go outside. So it's like when I've got my book up here like this, I am alone. You need to be able to find space for yourself. I love my family, you know, that's what I love. And I love, um, you know, my dog and my kids and my husband and then uh, and my friends. And so I come home and I make everybody come over and I cook soup. <laughs> or I, I start with making stock. I'm like, everybody sit over there, sit over there. And then everyone, we all have wines and, and I cook stock and then I like make soup and then we have a fire and, you know, like we sit around and, and you know, have music and, and dancing and I just love it. I like dancing in the kitchen. We had, I had some friends over that night and, um, yeah, I said, oh, well, you know, Usually I don't let anyone in my kitchen because, you know, it's like they're always in the way. But after dinner I was like, okay, you're allowed in the kitchen for dancing.
0: <laughs> for more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to Calm your Farm. .com.au We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the ACAST Creator Network.